This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Let's speak about some things that needs to have a gala for Pesach, things that don't need to have a gala. Let's classify those utensils into three different categories and see which one goes under what. First of all, the things that are used only with cold, then all you need to do is wash them. Since they were not absorbing taste of chametz ever throughout the year without any heat, they didn't get any heat, so therefore nothing came within the walls of the utensil. Such a thing doesn't need any agala. You could just wash it. This applies not only for chametz, also from basal to chalaf as well. Same halacha. Whenever you use something with hot water, like for instance, you put something on a fire, a pot, and you boiled over there some chametz, you made noodles, that kli, that utensil became chametz, now you have to do agala on that kli. And then the third category is libun, something that didn't have a water medium in between, rather it got, it was straight on the utensil itself, the chametz, or whether we're talking about taref, basal, tuchalaf, whatever it is, it came straight contact, such a thing needs to be uh, done libun, to that, uh, to that kli. For instance, if you're putting something in the oven, you put, the, you put bread straight on the grates, so those grates need libun. There's no water medium, medium over here. Now we're not going to explain how to do all that, but rather, which kalim needs what? So first of all, if we're talking about the dishwasher. Dishwasher, since it cleans the dishes on very hot water, water that comes in from Klirishon, it comes from the tank of water that's very hot over there, and the water goes through the pipes and comes straight contact with the food, and that food is absorbed into the wall of the dishwasher, such a thing needs Hechsher. Although there are those poskim that wanted to say, since you use all kind of detergents and soaps, it makes it pagum, it makes the taste no good, but that soap comes only, comes out only the first, after the first rinse. And the first rinse, there's, uh, there's residue of food that the water, the hot water, comes in contact with and absorbs it within the walls of the dishwasher. How do you clean a dishwasher for Pesach or even from Basal to Chalaf? The way you do it is by cleaning it well from any food and then letting it run for about one cycle without anything in it but detergents. And that is the hechsher of a dishwasher. There's those that wait 24 hours before doing this hechsher with, with, with not using the dishwasher to clean anything. You wait 24 hours and then you do this process that I just said. That is a dis- dishwasher. Then we go into the water urns. Water urns normally don't come in contact with chametz, and therefore it doesn't need any hachshara, not for Pesach and not for anything else. But there is a problem with water urns. First of all, sometimes people put bread on top of the water urn in order to melt, and in order to make, if sometimes you take the, the bread, the pita, from the freezer, you want it to, uh, to, to get melted, you want it to get uh, ready, and to not be frozen, you put it on top. Sometimes you take burekas from the fridge, you want it to heat up, you put it on top of the, of the urn, and therefore that becomes a sur, that thing. What do you do? The Oletzion says that since the 
way that it was observed, although it was a straight contact between the burekas, let's say, and the cover, but since the contact came with water, with the steam that's inside, that's what heats up the cover that's inside, the water that's inside the urn, so therefore, the, it all, all required for the cover is agala. You do agala, you put it in boiling water, and that is sufficient. How about the place where the water comes out, that faucet? Sometimes a person uses that to make, let's say, hot cereal. He puts the hot cereal on the bottom, and he turns on the faucet, and the water goes straight on that. Does that make it a zoo? If the place where it comes out, where the faucet starts, it's yatsoledet, which means you put your hand over there, right by the water, and you see the steam comes on it, and you can't leave your hand over there for too long, so then it's bolea, that steam is bolea, it absorbs into the faucet, and therefore you need to do a gala for that as well. How do you do that? You clean well around that faucet, let the water, the hot water, spill out, and while doing that, throw some hot water from an electric kettle, perhaps with boiling water in it, while it's connected to the, to, the, to the wall, to the outlet. So you spill some water on that, and that is how you makshir. If it's dirty, clean the urn. That is a water urn. How about the faucet? When one has a faucet, he cleans the faucet in the same manner. The faucet, you let, first of all, if, you, if, it, if it unscrews, you unscrew the faucet, take out that filter within that faucet, take it out, and clean it well. And do a gala to that as well. No problem. Afterwards, you take that faucet, you clean the faucet itself, and while you turn on to hot water, the water should, come, should be coming out, you do the same thing as we, sp- we explained before. You throw some boiling water from the water kettle within that, and that would be fine for that. What, what is the status of an electric stove? Electric stove, how do you clean such a thing? What are you supposed to do? So then there's a difference between Sfaradim and Ashkenazim. According to Sfaradim, since it's glass, it doesn't absorb. It's not bolea. All you need to do is wash it, and it's good to go. You can cook on it. It's not a problem at all. But Ashkenazim can't clean such a thing. Glass by them is like klicheres in a way, and therefore they can't use it. This is how Shlomo Zaman wrote in Alichot Shlomo, that one should not be used that glass top uh, stove, rather clean it and don't use it, or if it's possible to cover it, it's possible to, to use while it's covered with a thick aluminum or something else, put a blech on top, and it's not dangerous, then one can use it like that. Same thing with the blech itself. One has like a metal piece, which is the blech. That thing, since you use this, to heat up on it all kind of things that are chametz, that needs to do libun. For that you need libun. Libun, the best way is you put it in the self-clean oven, or if you can't do libun on this, cover it with a strong aluminum foil after washing it well, a thick aluminum foil that shouldn't rip, and then you can use it like that. How about uh, those blech that are electric, uh, uh, electric, the, the, the plates Electric plates, what do you do with those? Those also, this you can to do libun on such a thing, there's electricity inside. So what do you do? Same thing. If you want to use it, you wash it very well, 
put a thick aluminum on top of it, and this is how to use it. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.